Are you ready to apply God's Word into your everyday life? Welcome to Ancient Mysteries Kingdom Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Rabbi Kurt Landry. Together, we will unlock the ancient principles of the Bible that empower your faith and equip you to move into greater levels of kingdom authority. Shalom, Kurt Landry here with a very important message about how you can identify and remove generational curses. I can tell you being a pastor for over 25 years now that the biggest cycle that people have to battle in their life is that habitual sin of familiar spirits in the family line. People are just not educated to the fact that Jesus came to reverse the curse. This isn't difficult and you can do this. Uh, to get started, I want you to go to kurtlandry.com forward slash live. And when you go there, you'll see right there on the notes, the tab and download my notes so that you can write notes, follow me along tonight, but also review it in the future. Go ahead and hit the share button if you would, notify your friends because this is a life-changing principle that every Christian needs to know about. See, the key is what is God's goal and purpose, purpose of identifying generational curses? And the reason you wanna identify generational curses is to remove the death and destruction that comes from them when they're not dealt with. You find your strength so that you need to find your strength so that nothing, if you'll remove the generational curses, so that nothing will steal your peace of mind. No matter what trials, tribulations, and circumstances, we're getting ready to go through a season, this season, where there's gonna be a lot of tests and trials coming. And that's why I'm doing this series on generational curses. And because this is a time for you to cancel the enemy from doing this. Canceling, it's, you know, a lot of times when we don't cancel the generational curses, there is unnecessary spiritual warfare, financial attacks, physical attacks, relationship abuses, divorces, and business breakup and partnerships, church splits, all these things are rooted and grounded so many times, not exclusively, but so many times because no one's dealt with the generational curses. And tonight I wanna to teach you a principle that we're actually going to identify. I'm gonna take you through an exercise. That's why I want you to go to kurtlandry.com forward slash live, hit the notes, the tab on the notes and download these notes because what I, we're gonna, I'm gonna give you a test that I actually put together myself of how to identify 10 areas that will help you know where the generational curses are and we'll come out of agreement and break them tonight. In Exodus chapter 15, verse 20, the Lord is my strength, he's my song, and he has given me victory. So he wants to give you victory, but he also wants to renew your strength. This exercise we're gonna go through is going to identify your strength. And I wanna speak a word to you that I learned from my mother. And it's a little different because most of the time you take a, a some type of an evaluation or a personality test, and then you focus on the weaknesses and try to strengthen the weaknesses. What my mother used to say, and I do this to this day at 66 years of age, I'm gonna say this to you. Why don't you focus on not just the strengthening of your weaknesses, but you need to strengthen your strength. I'm gonna say it again you need to strengthen your strength. 
because when you strengthen your strength, then you have victory upon victory. You overcome the enemy in your own mind by having a testimony. You need to have some positive things happening. You need to have some victory. And that's why strengthening your strength, you know, you don't have to just, your weaknesses aren't going to prop up your strength. Your strength is going to pull your weaknesses up the mountain, so to say. And in Nehemiah 8.10, it says, do not be grieved. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the reason that we separate ourselves and cleanse ourselves in the courts of heaven from generational curses is because generational curses create oppression, depression, create sickness, disease, and poverty. And all those things steal the joy of the Lord. When the joy of the Lord and the oppression comes, we don't have spiritual strength. But in Nehemiah, the Lord says he wants to cleanse you, but he also wants to renew your strength so that you will rise up as on wings of eagles. Exodus 41.10 says that I will strengthen you and help you. And that's what we're going to pray right now. Father God, in Yeshua's name, I thank you, Lord, for all the Kurt Landry ministry partners and all the guests that are coming on for the first time. Lord, I ask that there be an anointing through these notes and through this simple message that Father God, that we'll be able to break the, uh, the generational iniquitous structures in Yeshua's name. So the three things we're gonna focus on tonight is what is a generational curse? What is the sign of generational curses operating in my life? And how do I get free from them? So I'm gonna say it again tonight. What I want you to know, see and feel is know what a generational curse is. See what the generational curses are operating in your life with this grading system we're going to do. And third, know how to get free from these curses so that you can get free and teach others how to get free. So let's go to the first one. What I need you to know is a generational curse is a spiritual is spiritual DNA. It is a resulting of a sin structure that is familiar and common amongst family members, okay? Such as divorce, addiction, cancer, illness, poverty, sexual abuse. You often see these curses repetitively from generation to generation and it says, and sin opens the door to these curses to manifest the sin in the family lines that is also too common and rarely, rarely dealt with. So tonight, you can go ahead and say in the comments, say, tonight's my night. I'm going to reverse the curse for me and my family. Now, this is what the scripture references and definition and meaning of generational curses, because you always want to go to the scripture. So I'm just going to bring one tonight for time's sake, but it's Exodus chapter 34, 6 through 7, and this is speaking on generational curses. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord God, I'm going to address that in a minute, the Lord, the Lord God, double mention, the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, abounding in goodness and truth keeping mercies for a thousand, forgiving the inequities and transgression and sin, by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. And so the, this is a definition. The, it's not a biblical term, generational curse. That's is a modern term. But this is a the sins of the father visiting to the children. 
Now, successful children, successful Christians understand the power of the name of God. That's why he's saying you're the Lord, but you're also the Lord God. And successful Christians understand that spiritual living begins with knowing who God is. This is all about it because what happens is generational produces curses produce doubt and confusion. And, and it really confuses you not over your identity, but it tempts you like the, like Satan in the garden saying, well, he said it, but he didn't mean it for you. And that's where the fog and the mystery and the confusion comes. And we're going to break that tonight. Amen. So successful Christians understand they need to know who God is in saying that the Lord the Lord God is understanding that God is, his name is, I am, as we heard in Exodus, I am, is what he told Moses, that I am, knowing that God the Father is complete truth. You need to understand that and you need to say that with me right now. My heavenly Father, Yahweh, Jehovah, God, that the blood of Jesus expunged my sin so I can be connected to my heavenly father. He is complete truth. He is not a man that he can lie. He is faithful. He is true. And I can trust him. And you need to understand that when you understand that he is the Lord, the Lord God, the I am that I am, your heavenly father, then you can trust him and put complete trust in him. And that changes your behavior. Getting rid of the generational curses is all about changing behavior, changing choices so that you can have a better life. Now, there's 10 generational symptoms, curses, and I'm going to read through them. And then I want to walk through and I'm going to have you score them. But let's go ahead and review them so that you'll get a little bit familiar. The first one is, and I just put these together, okay? So uh, this is just from years of doing this. And the first thing that I see, and they're kind of in a chronological order, but all important. But this kind of in the symptoms of how I see when people's generational curses start to manifest, when people are under pressure, operating in fear uh, or loss of a loved one, a bankruptcy, a divorce, whatever. When, when trauma hits, then these generational curses usually will go on full manifestation. And the first thing I see is a lack of passion for spiritual things. Secondly, a battle, excessive frustration, loss of patience. Third, doubting God's goodness and faithfulness. Fourth, missing peace, battling torment in your minds, okay? Five, lacking understanding, confusion about personal purpose. Six, questioning callings, directions that were once discernible, that you were so solid, you knew this is what God asked you to do. And now all of a sudden, the generational curse comes to steal that purpose and calling and identity. Seven, lured into areas of previous bondages, going back, so to say, to, to things that you used to think and used to do. Tempted to quit, number eight, personal assignment. Number nine, mental and emotional and physical fatigue. And 10, feelings of guilt and shame, condemnation, loneliness, rejection manifest when past emotions surface due to pressures or some kind of an emotional seduction that can come even through movies and looking at pictures and 
and music, all sorts of different tools at the enemy uh, meeting different people. So now what I want you to do is in the notes, I want you to, I want you to score yourself. And so now pay, pay attention to this, okay? I want you to know that five is, is your normal, okay? Number five is your no, normal. And what we're gonna do is we're going to number from one to five, meaning that five is normal so the, that this is going down, you're lacking in this, and six, seven through 10, that would be that it's increasing. Because what you need to do is identify what's going down and identify what's going up. So let me ask you the questions and go ahead in your notes and then you can fill this out. So first of all, right now on a scale of one to 10 with five being the normal, are you lacking passion of spiritual things normally? So if you're normally a five, let's say that you're, you're lacking it. And let's say you're being really battled right now in oppression, then you could say, I'm a seven right now. I'm really battling. I'm at a seven. I may be at an eight. Listen, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm at 10 right now. And then you could say, no, you know what? I'm actually encouraged. I'm normally a five, but I'm doing really well right now. I'm at a two my faith and I'm in a visitation of the Lord. I'm in the glory. You might be in a two. So you see how this is going? Listen, it's not a score. I want you just to be able to identify where the, the uh, uh, generational curses are manifesting. Okay. Number two, score yourself on this. Battling excessive frustration. Are you more short-tempered and impatient? If five is normal, are you more patient right now? That would be a three or four. Are you less patient? Are you six through 10? The next question is doubting God's goodness and faithfulness. If you're doubting, then you're normally at a five. Let's say if you're doubting a little bit, you're at a six or a seven. And if your faith is high right now, you might be at a three or a two, okay? Are you missing your peace of mind? Are you battling torment? Five is normal. If you're really being tormented right now, like so many people, go ahead, whatever that score is, seven, eight, nine, 10, it doesn't matter. This is just information for you that it's gonna help when we get ready to pray here in just a few minutes. Lacking understanding and confusion about personal purpose. Have the purpose of what God put his hand to are five normally where you just know what you're called to do or you kind of know or at you, like, do you really know? Are you at a one or a two? Or are you totally lost and you're at a nine or a 10? Okay. Questioning the calling and direction that you once discerned, that you were really comfortable, you were saved, you are born again, you filled with the spirit, you understand what God wanted, and now you're, you're not there anymore. And if you're, you're really struggling, then you're at a six or a seven, maybe an eight. But if you're doing really good and you found your purpose, and, and your identity, you might be at a one or a two, okay? Um, lured into areas of previous bondage, things that you've had victory over before in the past, and you're failing now. So if you are, then that's a six or a seven. Or if you're doing really good over past uh, weaknesses and failures, then you give yourself a two or a three or a one, okay? Mental and emotional and physical fatigue. Are you battling fatigue? Are you under, when you're under a witchcraft curse, particularly like a Jezebelic curse, uh, you're battling Freemasonry type uh, uh, identity of uh, generational curses, then this fatigue will come for no reason. I mean, 
you're, you're doing well, you're eating well, you're not having a carb overload, you just are fatigued. If that's happening, go ahead and score. A lot of fatigue, eight or nine, will note you have more energy than ever, one or two, okay? And the last one is feeling of guilt and shame, condemnation, loneliness, rejection, manifesting when uh, past emotional wounds start to surface. Do you find yourself talking about the past? This is the danger of saying, I want to go back to normal because we're not ever going back to normal. And it's not just with this COVID situation, but you never go back to normal. You can never go back to what was, was because your life is a journey. First of all, your future changes and you change and you have to adapt to it. Hopefully you're growing spiritually so it doesn't matter what happens in the future. You go from faith to faith and glory to glory. That's my goal as, as your rabbi is to be able to minister that to you. Okay. Now I want you to highlight, now you've got all these and I want you to go into the list uh, and I want you to highlight three of the highest scores. So I want you to highlight out of the ones that have the highest number. I want you to highlight those. Okay. So if you've got a, you've got some sixes and sevens, eight, maybe have a nine or a 10. I want you to highlight those three. Just take a highlighter pen, highlight the three. Okay. Now the reason I'm doing that is I want you to target in on those in the spirit. Listen, we can go after all of them, but let's target in on those three because by next week, when I come back, I want you, you to experience a victory and some improvement in those three. So let's agree on that. Okay. So just target them. And for those of you that really don't have my book on uh, seven steps of emotional healing, you really need to go and and you need to go to clmmin.com forward slash heal. See if I can put that up here. And uh, so that clmmin.com forward slash heal. Okay. And so you need to get that book and it's, it's a workbook. And believe me, if, if, if your scores are high on the numbers on the right side of this, if you've got a bunch of six and sevens and, and eights and nines and 10, you need to break free. You need to get all my notes on breaking on the generational curses, but you also need to go to, here it is. I'll put it up on the screen. www.forthepodcasterclmmin.com forward slash heal and order my book, Seven Steps to emotional healing, the key to releasing your inheritance. This is a key. Don't put this off. Why fight unnecessary spiritual warfare, sickness, disease, and poverty when Jesus has given you the tools, you just have to put them to use. Amen. And we're getting ready to do that. So the key is here, I've just got a few minutes to go. How do I identify generational curses? And the best way is to identify them is this list. You'll be able to see this list and the areas where you have got six, sevens and tens and eights in there, those are rooted and grounded in generational curses, which I will walk you through next Tuesday. I'm gonna take the next step into this. and and But right now you need to be able to identify and you say, oh my gosh, 
I'm, I'm a lack of, of understanding and confusion over my purpose. Okay. That's an identity issue. That's how do I get spiritual identity? How do I, that means you don't understand covenant. If you don't understand God's covenant, then it's difficult to understand your identity because when you can see what he created you for, he created you for covenant fulfillment. But, you know, maybe in your background, you were never taught that. You were not taught about identity being an important family trait. And so that's a fixable thing. You can order my book, Reclaiming Our Forgotten Heritage, and find out how I did that over the years. And you can do it, too. If I did it, you can do it. Second, we need to repent for issues uh, in yourself and in your family line. So let's say you scored real high here on uh, battling excess frustration. That's a spirit of anger, okay? Let's say you have a spirit of anger in your family line. Then you need to repent for that frustration. That's really a spirit of anger. And so it's common in families. You know, it's not, you're not a bad family, but that's how you identify it. Uh, you know, missing peace and torment. Maybe there's mental illness that's in your family. And uh, that's okay. I mean, it's just, it's a sickness like anything else. Maybe there's a oppression and depression. Um, you know, maybe you're on medications that are doing those types of things. But whatever it is, you need to be able to target it and ask the Lord to help you with it. Fourth is forgive yourself and others. And fourthly, what we do is we renounce it in the courts of heaven and stop its ability to steal all of your promises and all of your joy and peace. So that's what we're getting ready to do right now as we close. I've got five minutes here. So we're going to go into the courts of heaven with the Lord's prayer. And we're going to set you free because if you'll learn this prayer and you follow it and download the notes, go ahead and download the notes there at Kurt Landry Ministries. Go to the note tab there at clm.com, download the notes, and you can walk through this many multiple times. And every time you'll do it, you'll get a little freer. Okay, so go ahead and order our book, www.clmmin.com forward slash heal. Start the healing process. It's a book. It's a workbook. We've written the book. We know that these things work. It's not difficult. You can do it and you can take your family through it. Listen, the best thing you can do as a believer is reverse the curse so your family doesn't have to suffer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's pray. Father God, we come to you right now and we enter into the courts of heaven. We come into your room of atonement. Lord, we wash ourselves in the blood of Jesus. Go ahead and say, Lord, I, I'm atoned for. I wash myself in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that this night I put on the full armor of God before I come into the mercy court. I put on the belt of truth that the gospel is true. God's word is true, shall not come back void. I put the preparation of that gospel on my feet as I walk by faith from the room of atonement into the Lord's mercy court this night to be set free from all generational curses. I'm a king and a priest according to the order of Melchizedek. I put on the full armor of God. I put on the breastplate of righteousness. I put on the helmet of salvation that gives me the mind and the attitude of Christ Jesus, Messiah, Yeshua. I take the shield of faith. I quench every fiery dart. And I take the word of God, the sword of the spirit. And I go into the courts and I decree a new beginning, a new purpose, a new worship, and a new 
uh, destiny for me and my family as we set ourselves free from these generational iniquitous structures that we call generational curses. And so, Lord, your prayer is the best foundation for the courts of heaven. So we go and we say, Lord, Father, God, as it says in Matthew 6, 9 through 13 and Luke 11, 2 through 4, we say, if you would say it with me, please, our Father. So you might say, my Father. My Father. Go ahead. My Father, who art in heaven. Your name is above every name. Go ahead and say it. Your name is above every name. And all things that I ask for freedom from today, I am seeking you and your will will be done on earth and in my earthen vessel as I am asking for this freedom and then put your name in, your name, the Landry family in Yeshua's name. Lord, you've seen the list. I've answered it honestly and Lord, I need all 10 areas clean, but Lord, I focus on the top three this week. This week, I focus on the top three. And Lord, I need intervention and I need strength from you in Yeshua's name. Please give me this day, Lord, my daily bread. And I thank you for meeting both my physical and spiritual needs today. Forgive me for allowing any habits, habitual sin, to manifest in my life as it has in my family line. I repent. Say, go ahead. Say, I repent to you. I forgive others who have allowed this inequity to be passed down through. Come on, say it with me. To be passed down through my family or others who have offended me in any way. Say right now. Say, I forgive I forgive them just as you have forgiven me. Say, I was wrong. I forgive them and you forgive me. And thank you, Lord, that I am the forgiven of the Lord in Jesus' name. Say this, say, thank you for delivering me right now on this broadcast. Thank you for delivering me, my children, and the children and my grandchildren to come from all generational curses and in doing so protecting us and providing for us from with the Lord. I seal this work in your courts. I make a proclamation that you will not lead me into temptation. I will not circle around and come back to these curses. I, I've cut them off in Jesus name, but you have delivered us from evil we decree that yours is the kingdom, the glory, and the power forever and ever and ever. Amen. It's God's power. It is sealed. It is over. Now, be wise. Make an investment in yourself. Go to clmmin.com forward slash heal. Order our book emotional seven steps to emotional healing go through the steps and strengthen your strength be healed and be free from all weaknesses we love you and we bless you and shalom shalom god bless you please share and subscribe to our youtube youtube channel and share the good news with your friends god bless 
Thank you for listening to Ancient Mysteries Kingdom Principle Podcast. Like what you heard? Then visit us at kurtlandry.com for free resources that will empower your faith to walk in greater levels of kingdom authority. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Kurt Landry Ministries. See you next week.